The text for today's message is taken from our second lesson, our epistle lesson from 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And I'll read the opening verses again. St. Paul said, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. If you'll bow your heads with me in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for your generosity. We thank you for generously giving us life and breath and all that we have. Give us hearts that are filled with your generosity, generous faith with hands open wide as an act of love and service to you and to others. But most of all, do we thank you for the gift and the life of your Son, whose sacrifice gives us generous grace upon grace each and every day. We thank you in his name and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Joy 99.1, one of the radio stations that I listen to when I travel in the car. It's, I listen to it for a number of reasons. I listen to it because they have Christian music. I listen to it because they tell stories. They talk about people's lives and how they came to know the Lord or how they grew up in the church and fell away and something happened in their life and God called them back to himself. Listen to that radio station because they also share some of the ministries that they do. They do mission trips, and one of the ministries that they do is that they share joy with other people. And if you've never listened to the radio station, the way that they share joy with other people is that if someone is has gone to Starbucks, they're in the line getting a cup of coffee, they not only pay for their own coffee, but they pay for the person behind them, and therefore share some joy. Or if a family is going through a fast food restaurant, they not only pay for their meal, but they pay for the meal of the person or the family behind them, and they share joy in that way. In fact, they have a card that you can pick up for free at Joy FM. And when you pay for someone's meal, you can give to the cashier the card and ask if they will give it to the person whose meal was paid for. And it has a simple message. It says, you've just got joyed. It's a listener. Joyed is a listener of 99.1 Joy FM, and they've just shared some joy with you. If you want to say thanks or let us know what it meant to you, call us at and they give their phone number. Hope this brightened your day. Feel free to pass it on, uh, pass it along, and share some joy. Has someone ever shared joy with you? Has someone ever paid for your coffee or paid for your meal or, or given you an unexpected gift? How wonderful it is when that happens. 
I don't know about you, but when that happens to me, I I stop for a moment and I say a prayer of thanks to God. It causes me to, to pause and simply to say, wow, people are still kind. They're still doing acts of kindness to one another. They're still generous with their love and their kindness. I've heard stories on Joy FM where one person passed along some joy to the person behind them and they passed along the joy to the person behind them and they passed along to the joy to the person behind them and it went on. And how wonderful it is when we can share joy with one another. Our stewardship series for this year talks about generous living. The whole idea of generous living comes from the idea that we have a generous God. God loves to give us gifts. He loves to give us good gifts. Even more than a parent loves to give their children gifts, God loves to give us. And if we stop for a moment and just think about what has God given us, He's given us our life, He's given us our breath. He's given us eyes to see and ears to hear, a nose to smell, a mouth to talk, and a heart that beats. He loves to give us good gifts. He's given us our gifts and abilities. He's given us, if you're married, He's given you your spouse. If you have a family, He's given us children. God loves to give good gifts. And what He wants to you to know most of all is that He loves you. And that's why He gives you those gifts. And so the theme for today's message is simply generous giving. Generous giving. Because that is who God is. In our epistle lesson for today, it is a story of generosity. It is a story, a specific event in the life of St. Paul where he wrote his letter to the Corinthian church. And again, it was a a specific incident that he was talking about. An offering was being collected for those who were in Jerusalem. Jerusalem had experienced some hard times. There was a, a famine there in that area. There were many who were poor. They were asking for help. And so Paul said, I will contact the churches that I've been connected to in areas that are doing well, in areas that don't have a famine, and ask if they will be generous in giving their gifts to those in need. And he said, the time is getting close for me to come to Corinth, and so I'm going to send Titus and a couple of other believers. The Corinthian church said, yes, this is what we want to do. We're willing and able to do it. And so Paul sent a couple of people there to tell them that the time was close at hand. He was ready to take their gifts so that they can be given to those in Jerusalem. Paul himself was going to deliver them, and he was coming soon to Corinth. He was eager to make his way to Jerusalem. And so Paul gives us an illustration in the letter that he wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. It would have been an illustration that would have been very familiar to all of his listeners. And this is what St. Paul said. He said, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap 
generously. St. Paul gives us a, a picture of a couple of farmers out sowing their seed. One, one farmer is sowing, he reaches into his bag and he spreads just a little bit of seed on the ground. I don't know if he's trying to think that he's going to save money. I don't know if he's just trying to be cautious with his seed, but if he sows sparingly, what's the result? If he sows sparingly, he sows little seed, it will be a little harvest. But if he sows, if he sows sparsely, it will be a sparse harvest. And then he goes on to talk about the other farmer who sows generously. And the word that is used here for generously is a, is a Greek word, eulogia. It may sound like an English word, but it means blessed or blessing, bountiful or bounteous. Eulogia sounds a lot like the English word eulogy, right? That's where we get our word eulogy. When someone speaks a eulogy at a funeral for their friend, they usually speak words of praise. They talk about what that person has done. They express their thanks for their friendship. They speak kind words that are elegant. They speak generous words of praise for all that they've done, for all that they've meant to that person. That's the word that's used. They don't hold anything back. St. Paul applies this truth that echoes all throughout the Old Testament. I think of a, there are a number of uh, sayings in the book of Proverbs that talks about this generous heart. For example, Proverbs 11, verse 24. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. Another passage is from Proverbs 22, 9. A generous man will himself be blessed. And again, Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops, then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. This idea was not new to St. Paul. He goes on in verse 7 to talk about and encourage those who are in Corinth. He said, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. Not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Again, I, I love this word that he uses for cheerful giver. It's the Greek word hilarion, where we get our English word hilarious, okay? Have you ever shared something with someone that brought you so much joy that you were just able to laugh about it? That it just filled your heart till it was ready to burst. That's what God was talking about in this place. It is a joy of giving that is jovial and merry and cheerful. And it leaves us with a glad heart and sometimes we even end up laughing. Where do we get such a cheerful heart? It comes from God himself. Because God is cheerful in what he does. He loves giving good gifts. And we think of all of the gifts that he gives us. We look at this world that he's given us. 
But again, the greatest gift is the gift of His Son. And Jesus, leaving heaven behind, came to earth not to live in a palace, but to be a servant. And He shared the kingdom of God with all who would listen and all who would believe. And He shares that message with us today. And then He did the unimaginable. He gave His life so that we could have God's grace and forgiveness and love and a life with God that will never end. And that gift of Jesus Christ changes who we are. That gift of Jesus Christ changes how we live. You and I become the means by which God gives His gifts to the world. We become the means by which God gives His gifts, His generous gifts to the world. Think about it for a moment. Have you ever been able to give someone else's gifts away? That would be kind of a fun thing, wouldn't it? To be able to give someone else's gifts away. To do it freely and joyfully. I think of our kids when they were small. And they used to have a friend come over. And in effect, whatever... I mean, anything that was ours was the kids, and anything that they had when their friend was there, it was theirs as well. If it was time to eat, we would make them a meal. If Kathy had made some cookies, they had some cookies, sometimes we had to say only two. If they had games to play, they would open up the cabinet, pick any game that you want. They wanted to watch a movie, they would open up the, the, the cabinet drawers and we had 20, 30 movies that the kids could pick and watch. Anything that's ours is yours. That's the heart of God's people. They're people with hands wide open as it talked about in our Old Testament lesson. Not Hands that are closed and pulled into ourselves, but hands that are wide open to receive the gifts of God and then to share them with others. That's the kind of people God would have us be. That's the kind of person that God is Himself. He loves to give His love, and He loves to give us His good gifts so that we come to know Him and live in His grace each and every day. You may have heard of Chuck Swindoll, but uh, Chuck Swindoll had an older sister by the name of Lucy, Lucy Swindoll. Chuck Swindoll is a famous preacher, teacher, not only nationally, but internationally. And his, his sister, his older sister, did some work with women of faith, uh, um, connection with promise keepers, as she spoke at different events. She was born in 1932 in Texas. They grew up in a middle-class family. She was one, again, of three children. She loved music and performance and competition. So when she went to college, she majored in art and opera. After college, she moved back home to where her parents lived. She was still trying to figure out what she wanted to do. And as she moved back and was trying to figure things out, she found out that her parents started going to a new church. And the church that they went to was one where the pastor spoke freely and frequently about God's grace. 
And she heard that message of God's grace over and over and over again. And she said it changed the way that she began to see the world. Not to say that she was perfect. She still struggled with things. In fact, she admitted that one of the things that she struggled with was finances. But her younger brother, Chuck Swindoll, who was in the ministry, challenged her to tithe her offerings. And she was a little bit concerned. She was not married. She never got married. She was concerned that she would have enough for retirement. She would have enough to live on. But in the challenge that he gave her, He said, if you'll tithe your offerings, he said, I think God will amaze you at what he'll do. But if you tithe your offerings and if you ever find that you are in need, he said, I will take care of that need. I just want to challenge you in that way. It forced her to look at her finances. It forced her to ask some hard questions. And so she began to learn more about how to be a good steward of God. She remembered the words of her father. Her father told her to do four things. He said, when you receive money, do four things. He said, spend some, save some, invest some, and give some away. Spend some, save some, invest some, and give some away. And she found the greatest joy in giving things away. She found out that joy in life was not about finances, but it was about friendships and the love that we have with other people and to help those in need. That's where she found her greatest joy. That's where she became generous with the gifts that God had given her. Just one more piece of information. Lucy Swindoll just passed away last month. She contracted the COVID virus. And she died this past October. But she said she had no regrets. That life with God was an adventure. And that she had the greatest joy as she followed God with a generous heart. Next Sunday, we're going to ask families to bring in their pledge card. And if you have not done so yet, I would encourage you to pull it out If you're married, talk about it with your spouse. What shall we do? If you have children, talk about it with your children. Teach them how to spend some and save some and invest some and give some away. We want you to give joyfully. We want you to plan ahead and do what God would have you do knowing that He will take care of you no matter what happens. Today we're reminded that God is a generous God, that He loves to give good gifts. He loves to give those gifts to us and He wants us to have hands wide open so that we share those gifts with others. He wants to remind us that we have been made rich in every way so that we can be generous on every occasion. A generosity that will result in thanksgiving and praise to God. And to that all God's people can say, Amen. Amen.